Welcome to the Green Heart Living Podcast with your host, Elizabeth Hill. I'm very pleased to be talking with Gina Hurd today. We are announcing the launch of her book, Anxiety Curing the New Normal Today. Hi, Gina. How are you? Hi. Great. Oh, it looks beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Gorgeous. Yes. And so um, I'd love to hear from you. You, You're a therapist. You're a clinical therapist. You have been for 20 years. Yes. Uh, 20 years. So what inspired you to write this book? Well, I was, I looked at the fact that what I was really doing was actually not really working because people were coming back. Mm. And so I started doing a little experimenting about what worked and what didn't work. So I had some success, but then people would still come back with depression. And then I actually didn't have a, a system. Maybe it worked for younger people but then sometimes it didn't when I would. So what really happened was I worked in a, um, in a shelter, abused uh, women's shelter. And they really, and I talk about this in the book, it's a fascinating story. And for me, imagine it was so fascinating and so overwhelming to find out that these women were actually not there because they were abused. They were there because they abused. So then of course I had a million questions about that. Now I'm there. I was there to run groups and to provide therapy. So I didn't work there full time. So I was on a bit of a contract. So I came there and they just taught me so much about generational abuse and control. And that's when I started uh, this thing about understanding that anxiety was all about the need for control. Mm. Yes. And, then, and basically what I do is, and, and my system, although it's extremely effective, because I've been doing it for so long and I've tried it for so many different people in so many different ways. It's been like my life experiment, hundreds mm-hmm. and thousands different ways. This will happen. Take this out, put that in. It's like a cake mm-hmm. that I baked that took me 20 years to figure out is all I really did was use probably everybody's method to treat anxiety and depression. I just happened to take the 20 year time working sometimes day and night, reading hundreds of books on different things, studying it, trying it, to put it all together in one package that works. Mm. That's just really the difference. Like mine is sort of, it's a system that involves things that I didn't create, but I put together. And that you tested out and worked with people on. And I love that some of what you write about in the book is yes this is this is the treatment this is actually what you do about it and you also talked about how this really is anxiety has become the new normal it's so pervasive in our society violence is so pervasive and the type of violence that we see and allow and allow to be normal is also an interesting theme throughout the book and one of the things I wanted to make sure we talked on the podcast today was this idea that you say that bullying does not exist. Bullying right. is not a thing. Can you talk, say what that you mean by that? Yeah, so I say there's no such thing as bullying because you're talking about two people who have similar pathologies because mm. one could really walk away, right? That's the bottom line. One could just say, I'm, not, I'm just not dealing with you at all, mm-hmm. right? Now, sometimes that's a, a bit of a, con- a conflict for people because like I had a patient say, Oh, you know, he's such a bully to me, you know, and, and, you know, and I said, well, why don't you just leave him alone? And then he'll find somebody else because that's the dance, right? The dance is, is that one person 
feels like I have to get you to like me and to love me. And for that, I have to make sure that I'm in contact with you, that I say, I'm sorry, that I'm your friend, that we're friends, even though you're hurting me or I don't like you, I still need some level of approval. If you need a level of approval from anyone at all, even a 1%, 1%, then you're dancing of the bully. And then that person is attracted to that because they're trying to control you. So when you think that you're not trying to control a person, you actually mostly are if you're dancing in that dance by the fact that you are still wanting their approval. It's a very secretive thing. Sometimes you have to admit it to yourself. So she eventually said to me, well, you know, I, I took his phone call. He called me and I said, well, there's the problem. When you open that door, he kicks it in. Well, you know, when I tried not speaking to him and he called me a thousand times. Okay. So that still says, right, that he's waiting for you to break. If you block him, delete him, move away from him, let him know that this is not what, what you're doing at all, then they'll move away. It's the, I gave the example of two kids on the playground where one wants the attention of the bully because the bully's kind of interesting and, and has a lot of, of people around them and maybe has some sort of power. And so mm -hmm. the, ch the parents teach the child that that is what you're supposed to do. You have to work in order to get people to love you and to like you. You have to do something be, be, make sure that they see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's so fascinating that you talk about that dynamic, right? And, and um, people, it, it can be a controversial topic. And I love that you go there about and looking at the control and what role we all play in whatever that dance is. Yes. And um, one thing I also enjoyed with the book is how you talk about like letting things just fall away, right? So like you say, with the social media, like block, like let it go, let people drop off, like stay in a positive place and keep moving towards that and kind of allowing things to move out of your life instead of staying in this. Yeah, we feel like sometimes we have, to, we have to get rid of something, mm -hmm. right? I have to do this. I have to like be in action to get rid of something that's not working for me. But the fact is, is that when you do that, and it's kind of subtle and I don't know, it's a little that we're talking about it now. Maybe it sounds a little theoretical, but I try mm -hmm. my best to really explain it in the book because people really get it. If we just turn our backs on it, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Turn your back on it and mm -hmm. you'll fall into the positive and what you're really supposed to be doing. It's a level of unfocus when you start getting caught up in people, negative people in their places and trying to complain about them. And mm -hmm. then it also makes you kind of mean and part of them. You know, we're turning into a whole America that is just so mean to one another, no, no graciousness, no empathy that we just think we can do and say whatever we want to do and say to people when, you know, you don't have to, you know, this, 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 this um, generation is a generation of feeling like people have to like me. Mm. Right? I have to like them and they have to like me, but no one actually has to like you at all. And you don't really need that. What you need is for yourself to like yourself. Right, right, exactly. So when well, we stay in that, that lane of positive for myself, then we attract that and you find other people. You know, a, a, a patient told me the other day that, and I had said, said to them, this couple who did the work together, which is also a beautiful thing, because then you have two people who are really in a great relationship. They're very healthy. There's, no, there's none of that, those dynamics. They just want to have a great time together. They want to raise their family. It's so, it's so pure. It's almost un, unheard of. And they said, but we're done with all these people. 
And I said, well, fine, you'll find your people. So they said, oh, well, we've met this couple and they're older. They're much older because they're kind of young. And I said, so what? Does that matter to you? She said, well, apparently it doesn't. We hung out with them for seven days in a row. <laughs> so who cares what the label is, what they look like? How do they treat you? How do they make you feel? And they talked about this older couple to them were telling them, you know, you got to stay with positive people and things. You can't get caught up in that. It doesn't matter. Focus on yourself, your family, your health, how you can help the world by just being positive. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. And so this book has a lot of this information about specific things that people can do both in their dynamics of their relationships, um, adult relationships, as well as with their children. Right. I think there's things that we might not know as parents that we're communicating in ways that are controlling to Very our children. And so this this. Yeah. So there's some really helpful things for a parent looking um, at how they are raising their kids um, and just on a society societal level. I think this is a fascinating book to look at, like, how are we doing this <laughs> like in the world? Like, what kind of world are we creating? What are like, how can we shift? how, you know, what, what it's, we are expecting. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot to just keep talking about it. Right. But, right. you know, my book, I said, you know, what I want to do is give everybody exactly what I do. I try my best to make it word for word as if I was there with you. And then you also can join my group. So mm -hmm. if you go to my website, ginahurdlcsw.com, you can sign up. And once you start reading the book, I'm there for you. you got the support. I'm going to do this group. I'm going to do this forever. Hope somebody picks it up when I'm dead and gone so they can <laughs> do forever. But it is, a, it is about really looking at here is what you need to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's eight stages. I'm going to take you through this step by step. This, this kid told me at a little a meeting at my uh, university, Fordham. He said, so this is about actionable steps. I said, oh, I love that. I use that forever? He said, yes. Said, That's what it <laughs> yes. is. Yes. Well, thank you so much for writing this because first of all, you know, you have this learned wisdom that you've worked with people and figured out through time what would work and what would really help people long-term, not just in the short term, but like really shift their lives with their families and their relationships. So thank you for putting in the work. I know it's that not easy to get on the page and to, to get to the, this, um, the, the point of publishing. So thank you for your dedication and getting you. it out thank there. You for, thank you for ha having me. Thank you for helping me. It's been a lot of uh, fun, really. Uh, it's a little nerve wracking in the end, but you know, I think that writing it because it is my life work was the easy part, getting it out there and seeing now how it affects change in people's lives will be the most fascinating part. It's a journey for all of us to take together. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to talk with you today, Gina. Thank you. To find out more about Green Heart Living, visit us on our website at www.greenheartliving.com and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash greenheartliving.